Chiefs Eagles this weekend. Hey man, 2023 is starting to look good already for the next year of sports, man. It's your boy Ja, and welcome back to the huddle, man. I know it's been a while. Uh, this will be the start of season two. So let's go ahead and hop right into it, man. So Kyrie, a couple of days ago, requested a trade. All right. My initial thoughts, right? I thought it was a money move. Okay, he's an upcoming free agent this summer. I thought Kyrie was being pretty much smart. Okay, all right, he's looking for the money. KD is out. He's been averaging over 27 a game pretty much. You know, he's been phenomenal. No doubt about it, right? That's Kyrie. We know what he's capable of, right? So I thought it was a money move. Pay me my money. Get this extension showing what I'm worth. But, you know, <laughs> when you're Brooklyn's front office and the atrocity that you have had to deal with for the past, what, Kyrie's been there, what, three years now? Two years? Three? Yeah. They just were so probably never going to give him his money because if there's one thing Stephen A is right, you know, right about, you know, usually before I try to record, I always watch first take. I don't try to steal their thoughts, and I just like to see where ESPN is coming from about things, right? Kyrie has been a headache for them. That is the definition. You know, like I was talking to a co-worker, he said whoever trades for him deserves what they get out of him. I hope he treats Dallas right. But staying on topic, you know, he has been nothing but a headache to where Brooklyn, I think, even if he was averaging 34, 40 a game, it's the trust, right? Okay, you look at Steph. Okay, Steph, you know, always puts up MVP numbers, right? Now, but if Steph was doing what the same thing Kyrie does, I don't think we still see Steph in a Warrior jersey because Steph has shown trust. And I think that's what it's about with Brooklyn of why they traded him. Because when he wants, he requested that, even if it was a money move, the fact that he said that and wanted that shows that he cannot be trusted. You know, that is the fear. They they are afraid of him, I believe, that he can't just be trusted. You don't know what move is next. It's always what's next for Kyrie. That is That should be the title of his next movie. What's next for Uncle Drew, right? Because it's always something. Okay, even if it was a money move, he could have just played this way better and asked for pretty much his contract extension, right? But instead, he asked for a trade. Now, we don't know. I don't know if that was, but in my mind, I do believe that was the soul of it. However, if it was, then I think Kyrie didn't see it coming. I don't think he thought he was going to get traded, but. Even if he didn't, he's probably satisfied with it because he's on a contending team. Now, I don't know if someone deep down really pissed him off. I don't know if it was the money thing. I don't know. I mean, when you play with Ben Simmons, maybe you do want to get traded, right? I mean, but Kyrie has a lot left in the tank. Obviously, you know, he's still young. I believe he's, what, 27, 28 years old. He's very still young, you know. He can still be a high MVP caliber player. And, you know, but it's just like how with Stephen A says, will he show up to work? Will he show up? You know, it's it's the trust that it's been skeptical with Kyrie. You know, he's missed more games than anything. He's good at not playing. 
because he finds a way to sit out, but yet he still gets what he wants. Um, you know, I and so now that brings me to my next thing. Will it work, right? The new duo, right? Uh Kyrie Luca. Um, my straight up answer, I have a hard time seeing it work, right? Because when I hear the name Kyrie Irving and I hear the name Luka Doncic, I hear nothing but the word ISO, one-on-one ball. I don't think anybody else on that Dallas Maverick team now will touch the ball this season, especially in crunch time, right? Um, I think Dallas did win the trade, however, because of not a player they got rid of, but a player they kept, and that's Christian Wood. Uh, For those who really know basketball and watch and like it, you know, obviously, you know, Christian Wood is a stud, right? He's just been a little banged up this season, but he's a, he remind he's more, a more slimmer. And I think more, he, you know, he runs the fat, he runs, excuse me, he runs the floor a little bit better than Anthony Davis, but it, their game to me is kind of somewhat similar. Um, but I think Dallas won the trade, but staying back on topic, I think, you know, the one-on-one ISO ball is what's going to, maybe kill them because when I when I think about it you know let's say it's 30 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter uh you know Dallas needs a tough shot who do you get the ball to but whoever you get the ball to I just see you know either Luca dribbling between his leg give me the one-on-one step back then what if you miss right or same thing with Kyrie killing the clock you know that's that's what I see but I mean you know they'll they'll do their thing you know they'll probably finish fourth in the west i think because you know it's the wild wild west this season in the nba because no i mean every time you look after an nba game in the west the seating changes every night so but i don't know if it can work i mean even if it doesn't right it's a win for Kyrie. Kyrie is in the greatest situation because if it doesn't work Kyrie is a free agent this offseason he's getting his money somewhere else right if they don't make it right uh and he's probably off the la after you know, it's always what's next with Kyrie. Um, I think going forward for the Brooklyn Nets, the question now is what happens to Kevin Durant? I really, really feel bad for Kevin, right? He's probably gotten screwed over that team more than anything. Um, it's like they say, when it's all said and done, Durant will be remembered for leaving Steph Curry with Kyrie Irving. And this is how we're going to remember now, because now Kyrie Irving has left Kevin Durant pretty much for Luka Doncic. Um, I think it's possible he could be traded. Um, I have a hard time seeing it. I, I know they said maybe Boston could be a spot, but I, I, I find it very hard of why Boston would want to blow it up. The only person I can see Boston getting rid of is Marcus Smart or another player that's similar to Marcus, but not a more like a bonehead like Marcus Smart. Um, I don't see Boston, but I could see Phoenix maybe trying to come in the mix on that. Uh, I just don't know where he could really fit. I would love to see him in Philly, but I don't know if he would want to go back to play with James Harden now. Now, if James Harden wasn't in Philly, I believe that would be a good match made in heaven for the random Embiid, but um, I don't know if they have enough pieces to give back because Philly, the other pieces besides uh, Harden and Embiid is pretty much shit, you know? So now there is one interesting thing, right? 
And it's very ironic and it's very hilarious who the team is that has the capability of getting Kevin Durant. And it's the team that had him the last two years when they were dominant. And that's the Golden State Warriors. Right? Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman, Moses Moody. Uh, if you want to count Andrew Wiggins, uh, you know, if you want to count Clay. I mean, even though I don't think that's going to happen, but the pieces around that team, I mean, why wouldn't Brooklyn do it? I mean, Poole's probably a future all-star. Uh, Kaminga's probably a future all-star. Wiseman, if people have watched and seen Wiseman know his scoring capability and he just needs to probably be on a sorry team to get all the shots he wants to show how good he is, right? Because I just don't think Golden – I don't know if it's going to work. I expect him to be traded by the trade deadline for Golden State. Um, but it's it's interesting, right? But And it makes sense, right? Golden State is currently sitting in the eighth or seventh seed, I believe, from when I, from when I looked this morning. Uh, you know, it, it makes sense. And would Golden State be open to it? Possibly. But you know why? Because Steph Curry reportedly yesterday evening is supposed to miss multiple weeks with a left leg. And right before that, he was out with a shoulder, and we saw how bad Golden State couldn't find an identity without him. Golden State is having very trouble finding an identity when Steph is out, right? And even when Steph was there, they were still struggling. It wasn't enough. Hell, when they played Dallas last Saturday, they won off the back of Draymond, you know, with 17 points, I think nine rebounds, eight assists, a damn near triple-double, you know? And, I mean, Clay, he's, he's back, right? He, he's, he's, he's looked better than he's ever been since he's been back, right? And then, But now Andrew Wiggins is starting to be in a little slump a little bit. Hopefully he doesn't revert back to Minnesota Timberwolf Andrew Wiggins, but I'd highly doubt it. You know, I think his motor is still somewhat high, but, I mean, why wouldn't you be open to it? Durant obviously doesn't want to be there, but, I mean, he's in a good position in Brooklyn. I mean, well, excuse me, he's not in a good position. He has good players around him, right? I mean, he has Dinwiddie now, who I've always been a fan of, right? I always thought he had all-star capability. Um, you know, he's got, uh, let's see, there's Joe Harris there, there's, there's Patty, Patty Mills, Nick Claxton, who's been, he had received some all-star votes, you know, he was been good this year. Um, now, you know, he has, uh, let's see, there's some Ben Simmons, obviously, you know, I forget that Ben Simmons is even there, though, because he's so, you know, not capable of doing some things, but it, I mean, he, he has a lot of good role players, but the question is, will it be enough, right? You know, he now he has Dorian Finney-Smith as well. I don't know if that'll be enough for him to win it. You know, he can get all the shots he wants, the 40 points. But the question is, can Katie stay healthy, right? Um, I'm not sure if – I'm not sure if those guys are good enough to help him win. Because when I think about it, I think more like – kind of like – if it was kind of Houston with James Harden and CP and you had PJ Tucker, Ariza, and you know, he had these other good role pieces, but it wasn't enough. Right. Or, you know, hell you look at Luca. He had all those pieces, but it wasn't enough. He had to have that other all-star guy. And it, it, it now he has it, but now they don't have enough role pieces. You got to have kind of both. You got to have the all-star guys, but you got to have enough role pieces. And I think that's the same kind of thing. Golden state is struggling with, right? They have the all-star. They have Wiggins. They have Curry. They have Clay. They have Dre, right? I mean, if you want to count Poole, 
where are the veterans? Where are the great role players? You know, DiVincenzo, he's been pretty good this season, but it's not enough off the bench. The other guys, they're young. Their IQ isn't there fully yet. You know, especially your IQ, it has to be good in the NBA, but when you're at Golden State, that IQ has to be on another level. It's got to be high, right? So, you know, you have to have the all-star and the good role players and vets. You know, it's all in one. And I think with Durant, he has it, but I don't think it will be enough because he doesn't have that other all-star guy. Unless Ben Simmons turns into LeBron 2.0 out of nowhere, which I highly doubt that happening because, one, he has got to still get better at his free throws, which is highly insane that he's really still struggling at the line. But, you know, I don't think Durant has enough to get past the East. And the East, obviously, I think is much tougher than the West somewhat right now. Because, I mean, you think of just Boston, Milwaukee, you know, I think of, those are pretty much the top two. He would have to go through them, and I don't think the Brooklyn team he has now or is any near capable of beating either of those teams. But, you know, going back to Kyrie and, and, and Durant, I, I think with Durant and the Kyrie thing and, you know, Harden, the whole Brooklyn saga was a shit show. It was a shit fiasco, right? It just – it's that might be the most disappointing big three. I mean, they had two – big threes, right? You had the James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, Brooklyn Nets, right? And then you had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons, if you wanted to look at Ben Simmons still as the all-star capability player, right? They had two versions of big three teams, and neither one of it worked, right? And and, and you, you fire Steve Nash, right? It, it, it doesn't work. And then you bring this new coach, you know, you go on a 10-game win streak, still doesn't work. So it's just amazing to me that somehow, even though it doesn't work, you still have a good team, but you don't finish it, right? You you get Ben Simmons, you get out of the James Harden trade, but you don't get it to work. And to me, when I hear that, that it still doesn't work out of all the rosters and coaching moves that you've made, that's a GM thing. That's an owner thing. That's that's It's going bad in Brooklyn. It's burning to the ground. Because if you have two teams like that, I mean, that roster, and just to be swept by Boston one season and not get to the finals the season before that, it, it's, a, it's a GM problem, right? I mean, it's, it's run that bad into the ground if it hasn't worked. You have had two versions of two good teams, a great bench, I mean, I thought Steve Nash was okay as a coach. I didn't think he was he was great. You know, I, he, had, he had to be proven, and he wasn't proven, right? But it didn't work. So now you're just left screwed, and now you don't know where – we don't know where KD mindset is, right? So, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. I believe the deadline is this Thursday. Um, my thoughts, I think he remains in net for the rest of the season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets injured again and just wants to lay it down or he kind of wants to just don't play the rest of the season. Because, I mean, why would you? But, I mean, you have to because you're stuck. Kevin Durant is literally stuck, right? Um, it sucks, but, he, like I said, he'll be remembered for the guy that left Steph Curry for Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving screwed him over anyway. Um, those are just my thoughts, you know. Um, like I said, I don't think it'll work too much between – Kyrie and Luca. I mean, I think they'll go off, but 
I think in crunch time, I don't think it will mesh as well. I mean, it's just, I just hear ISO, too much ISO ball from it. I mean, I don't see how it could. Um, I always thought Luca needed more of a kind of, I thought Christian Wood would be the guy to help him, you know, but I thought Luca needed maybe more of a big man and to help him get, you know, past teams in the West. But, you know, like I, like him and Jokic probably would be beautiful, right? That would be a beautiful duo. But we'll have to see what happens. It gets really interesting, you know, as far as those two teams, man. And Kyrie, it's just amazing to me to see a guy put a team like that through hell, you know, and still get what he wants pretty much. You know, if I was the GM, Kyrie would not have gotten what he wanted. He would not. I would have traded him to the Orlando Magic, which is the most worst team in the NBA, worse than that. I don't know Pistons. Well, I don't know teams we forget about that's in the NBA. I think Orlando Magic, everybody forgets about, right? So, but yeah, those are my thoughts on it, man. I think Kyrie is just really got himself going, but the best part about it, he's not done yet. Chiefs, Eagles, Super Bowl 57 this Sunday, man. I think I'm on a ride with Kansas City, man. I, You know, after watching Mahomes against Cincinnati, the guy's just amazing, right? You know, it almost makes me want to say he's the Steph Curry of football. And what I mean by that is, He's just so entertaining to watch. You know, he the things he does with the ball, man, you know, he just see there are no look pass or, I mean, you know, he, he's elusive in the pocket, you know, or sometimes he just makes great passes, man. I mean, I don't want to bet against this guy. I really don't. You know, I never had a problem with Mahomes, but, I mean, I never did not like him, but it's like he's just good, man. You know, and to go out there and pretty much have an MJ flu game, and to do what he did on the last play, I mean, pretty much, I mean, yeah, he sent his team to the Super Bowl, but that linebacker from Cincinnati did. I, I can't think of his name right now, but I was like, holy shit. I just imagine what my high school coach would say if he saw a linebacker did that and pushed the damn quarterback and sent him to the Super Bowl. I mean, that shit is insane. I mean, he's the one that really, really reason why they're going to the Super Bowl. But still, to go out there for Mahomes and play the way he did on one leg pretty much is just outstanding. And I don't want to bet against a guy like that. I just don't. So I think, you know, if Kansas City has the ball with one minute to go in the fourth quarter and they got to go for the win, it's a field goal that'll win it. Just let it be a field goal they have to win it. Yeah, Kansas City's going for that Super Bowl. They're, they're taking Super Bowl 57 home. And I'd be happy if, you know, Mahomes gets his second ring. And I'd be happy if Jalen gets his first ring. I would be mad at Philly, and I'd be definitely happy for A.J. Brown. I would love for A.J. Brown to get a Super Bowl ring, especially after being wrongfully traded in the offseason. Yeah, that's something no one talks about. No one's still on that about how A.J. Brown got traded. Now he's on the Super Bowl. Tennessee's head coach, GM, whoever made that call needs to be immediately fired and effectively, okay? Like immediately because that it was so stupid to trade A.J. Brown. Now look at him, you know? So, but I'd be happy, though, for, uh, you know, Mahomes and, and Kelsey to get their uh, second Super Bowl. I would hate, you know, for Mahomes to only have one. And he's only 27. He could obviously still have plenty of time. But, hey, I think there's a good chance if he gets his second one, Hey, why not try to get Mahomes five, three more, right? Let him have five and all. Let's start having talks about the GOAT then, right? You know, I mean, obviously, in anyone's top ten list, Mahomes should be number one for your number one top ten quarterbacks, right? I don't want to hear shit about Brady. He's gone. We're not talking about that anymore, right? Brady's gone. Thomas is gone, all right? 
but you know, with Kansas City, I think the key will be he's gonna have to move a little bit because Hassan Reddit's coming off that edge. Like I don't care who you got on him. Like you either gotta put two on him, maybe neutralize him, but Hassan Reddit could wreck this whole game for Kansas City. Now, I mean, I still don't think he'll get to Mahomes, but it'll be harder for Mahomes to you know get his to get his rhythm. You know, it'd be it, it's hard even if you don't sack a quarterback, getting him uneasy in the pocket can do a lot of things, right? Especially mentally. Um, obviously, hopefully he has some more healthy weapons. I think his key receiver can be Marquez Valdez. And after watching in that Cincinnati game, you know, I think easily Marquez can be that number one guy. I really do. I think he has that capability. You know, he all he damn near runs a four three, six four. I mean that's 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 pretty good. You know, hopefully he has Miko and Kadarius Tony back, which I'm sure I'm sure Kadarius might be back. But then again, I don't know. He, he's so fucking injury prone. Uh, and Miko, I don't think they're going to resign him in the offseason. He's been banged up the last two years pretty bad. So Juju's played pretty good, and then, you know, Kelsey will still be there, but he'll still need his fully weapon. But I do think the key small X factor for Kansas City on the offensive side can be the rookie running back, right? Isaiah Pacheco is a stud. That guy is going to be a top 10 back. I give it possibly next maybe next year. But I give it maybe in the two years. That guy, he runs. He runs like a four-three-four, I believe. I read it, and he's out of Rutgers. I mean, kudos to the GM to find that guy. I mean, because he runs with heart. You know, I think he can be someone that can dissect the defense. You know, maybe if Mahomes is kind of getting scrambled, and maybe he's kind of just sitting there in the middle. You know, just pitch it off to him, and he can just take off because his speed and explosion when he gets the ball, he just runs hard. And he tries to run through you, man. Yeah, he's not trying to juke. He's trying to run three and keep going. So, you know, I think he can be a quiet, small edge factor for Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, don't – I expect if Kansas City win, Mahomes to be Super Bowl MVP. But I would not put it past – I have it Mahomes, Isaiah Pacheco, and Travis Kelsey for my top three for Super Bowl MVP. That's who I got for the Kansas City side, if Kansas City wins it. Now, on the defensive side for Kansas City, obviously – Chris Jones has to wreck the game for Philly, right? Because Philly's offense is an RPO. You know, it's it, it's designed to run the ball. But obviously, when you have weapons like Dallas Goddard, uh, A.J. Brown, uh, Quez Watkins, and Devontae Smith, you you don't – you you throw the ball when you have those weapons. You don't not throw the ball if you have those weapons, right? I think they're – obviously, they're going to try to come out throwing. I do believe that. Um, they might run a few to see where the defense is, but – you have to throw that ball and try to get a quick lead on Kansas City because they're going to try to run the ball and kill the clock because that's what Philly does. That's what's going to be the game plan, I believe, for Philly. Throw the ball, get a maybe 28-14 lead, run the clock out the rest of the game probably all the way. It'll probably get boring that way, but that's what they do because they have a four-headed monster running the ball. You got Kenneth Gainwell. You got Miles Sanders, who's a premium back. You got Boston Scott. And you know who the forefront of back pretty much is? It's Jalen Hurts. Right, he can keep it, or he can throw it. But even if he's throwing, he can go out and scramble and just run, so he can kill you. You know. Uh, now for Philly, I think who will win the Super Bowl MVP? I got it: Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. I think between those three, that's who's probably going to be. I would like to see AJ Brown, you know, because I mean, like I say, he's been wrongfully traded uh, this season. Um, I'm really wanting him to get his Super Bowl, and I and I really want. I really want Jalen Hurts to get it too. So I'm I'm very satisfied to whoever wins this one. 
Um, I mean, I don't care for too much for either of them. I mean, because they're not my teams. But, you know, I think final score, maybe 34-31. Uh, Kansas City takes it because their kicker is just great. Um, I think anything else I want to put on that? I think, you know, with Philly's defense, I don't know if they've really seen – I think the closest Phillies offense got to really see a good offense somewhat season. I can't believe I'm going to say this only because it was a high scoring game was that Dallas game. Um, obviously I'm not going to count San Francisco because Purdy went out and who's to say that, I mean, they might've still beat the shit out of San Francisco like that. Even if Purdy was playing because Hassan Reddick was coming. Right. And he's coming for this. one. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, but then again, I mean, that defense is, it's so, it's so bolstered. I mean, how can you not say it's, Legit, right? You got the mocking Sue, you got the Ricky Jordan Davis, who's a stud, you got Hargraves, you got Fletcher Cox, all right, you got Bradbury and Slade locked up on the two corners on the outside, man. I mean, who else am I missing? There's somebody, and then yeah, Hassan Reddick, you know. So it, the, 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 the defense is there for Philly, right? So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't think Kansas City, if Philly defense shows up, I don't think Kansas City offense has seen a defense like Philly. Yeah, they've played Buffalo, who had a pretty good defense. Yeah, they played Cincinnati, whose defense was okay. But Philly, I mean, they went all in, and it's showing. So it'll be a good Super Bowl, man. But, yeah, man, I'm on a ride with Kansas City, and I think they take it 34-31. Hey, that'll do it for this episode, though, man. I just want to get a quick short win, man. Like I said, Kyrie had me wanting to talk, so I'm back on it, though. If you enjoyed the episode, hit that follow and that notification bell so you know when a new episode is dropped. And I'm out, y'all.